Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Let's get into it. All right, so now we're going to go into investing. That's what, that's what we, you know, people always tune into. Uh, shout out How? to Ian. Market Mondays, number one stock show a whole on YouTube. Vibe, a whole vibe. Shout out to Wall Street Trapper, bro. Shout out to everybody that we had on the show to talk about investing. Shout out to Quentin Martin, the first um, stock market show that we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was over a year ago. So we talk about investing a lot, right? But it's just like now we're in a, we're in a time of, of being socially conscious. We're in a time of actually, you know, and it does everybody's not socially conscious, but I'm just saying as far as a lot of people are starting to become socially conscious. So yeah. a lot of people grapple because we do we did a show last week, shout out to my song about, you know, the prison system. Yep. And it's like, I, right, you know what I mean? Like I don't feel comfortable investing in, in companies as invested in prison, or it's like now it's police brutality yeah. and you find out there's a whole financial play behind that. I think I think the episode opened the doors because like a lot of people didn't even realize that. And shout out to my son, because I see him on the field uh and, and he was in Kentucky uh with the Breonna Taylor case. Um, and now he's in uh, Minnesota with, with the George, uh, George Floyd case too. So shout out to my son who's doing incredible work. Shout out to my son for sure. So, all right. One thing that we have not talked about so far on the podcast is socially responsible investing. SRI. Yes, socially responsible investing. So this is an interesting conversation because it's actually a really big thing. Um, yeah. And it's been around for a very long period of time. But so there are investors, right, that have social hangups about different things, whether it be about the environment, Mm -hmm. whether it be about tobacco, Mm -hmm. whether it be about gambling, whether it be about- War, um, war's another one. Weapons of mass destruction, 
prison mm-hmm. um, companies that um, benefit off of prison health healthcare right? anybody investing in tobacco um, alcohol women um, a bunch of different things yeah. that people so it's like a lot of times it's like you know mm-hmm. some people and I, I'm not taking a side either way some people's like you know I'm gonna invest and just get my bread get my money and it is what it is and then some people was like you know I, I kind of want to still invest make money I believe in that yeah but I still have some moral issues your moral compass is going on that I don't necessarily want to invest in certain companies so, that's fair yeah no I'm, that's like fair. I said, I didn't, I, I'm not saying it's not yeah so um so f- for that they're actually funds there's actually funds. Now, like I said, the financial. When you start to learn about more about everything, it's something. It's like ice cream. There's a different flavor for every single person. Yeah. So there's actually funds, ETFs, and mutual funds in place to um, for uh, socially conscious investors. Yeah, I had to peel back the layers on this because I was like, "What?" You texted to me. I'm like, "I never heard of it." All right, let's do some research. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. Um, you know, there, there's, there's a few, like I said, so those are the different topics like environment, gambling, tobacco, alcohol, prison, social justice, um, and religion. That's a whole different conversation. We're going to talk about that. But so just to kind of give you a few, there's, um, ESGU, Mm -hmm. ESGU is an ETF, a socially conscious ETF, um, that does not, uh, invest in any company that has anything to do with weapons, tobacco, um, jails. Even though they actually did have a private prison in their <laughs> ETF, and then they found out, and it was a mistake, and they kicked it off. So it's like even that. It's like you know, you find out, you, you try to get the kosher hot dog. Yeah, the morality police. Like, it was made in a, in a pig slaughtering house. It's like it's so crazy. But um, so yeah, but yeah, that's an ETF, and that ETF has actually done pretty well. Um, you know, considering because a lot of the, a lot of times it's, it's the performance of these things aren't as high as other ones, mm-hmm. but um, that one has done pretty well. Um, it's fifty two week high is uh seventy five dollars, and its fifty two week low was forty dollars a month ago. So in March it was forty dollars. Right now it's sixty eight. So it's up it's it's up pretty nicely in, mm-hmm. in um in a two in a two month time frame. Another one is SSGA, which is a woman diversity ETF. They like investing companies that. A higher majority women or have women CEOs. It's like it's focused around women. Yeah. Um, here's another one called CRBN, which is a low carbon, uh, environmental friendly uh, ETF. Right. So there's there's a variety. Like you can just Google socially conscious funds yeah. and like kind of just play around with it in different filters, and you can see like you know what kind of fund you're looking for. Yeah. You know with the situation. It's interesting, right? It's interesting because I'm thinking to myself like how many investors right are not willing to compromise their values to make money. And when you, when I think of investors, I'm like, you know what? I think the more the moral thing is like they just want to make money. Yeah, they don't put everything else. Well, to I the think side. I think you know people and myself included. You know, I'm not preaching from the choir. Yeah, we we can conveniently get blind, right? Conveniently get blind because it's like you know what I'm saying. Like you might see something, and it's like ah, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's like like if if you were anti-war, right? And it was like, hey, Bowen's at ninety-seven dollars. Right, but I don't want to invest in any company that has deals with any making machines or any type of thing that could help in the, the development of, of, of weapons of mass destruction or helping war. There goes that morale. It's like, wait, well, this is a good buy, right? This this is a good buy at ninety seven dollars. Is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I I think most people are thinking, let's just make money. Oh, they just don't really think about it. Not really thinking about it from that standpoint. It's like, yeah, you know, Boeing has government contracts. Are you thinking that? 
maybe that government plane is sending a drone and killing an innocent child in Syria. You're not really looking too far into it. You could. It's available. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot it's a lot easier to turn the blind to eye. To just turn the blind Yeah, turn the blind This eye. is what happens in a variety of different things. Yeah. You don't you don't want to see certain things. Like you you you're walking down the alley, you see what's going on, and you you turn your you turn around and you walk the other way. A lot of times. Most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. I mean for your own safety a lot of times. And and like I said, I'm not here to shame we're not here to shame anybody. Nah. Um, but but I'm just saying I'm just we just want to provide some information for some people right. that may want to take a higher level of um, morality right in that in that standpoint and may want to take a higher level of weeding out their investments just give them just give them options that's the thing we're only we just here to just yeah. provide information like a lot of times people don't fully understand that and they don't they don't they don't even know. That, that that's exists an exactly. So it, it's like there are a lot of people in this, I guess, the quote unquote woke stage, right? So it's like, yo, if you're woke, let it be in all aspects of your life, right? Not just in your individual things that you're doing on day to day, but even in your investing. And this is one of those things, like like you said, prior to this, I wasn't thinking about it. I had no idea. Yeah, you know I mean, it's so. But then that brings us to another conversation. We talked to shots again. Shout out to my son. Last week's episode was about the prison system. We didn't fully go into the finances of, of publicly traded companies, mm. but so there's prison stocks, like private prison um, companies that are traded on the stock exchange. Mm-hmm. So a few of them are Core Civic, which is CXW, and Geo Group, which is GEO. That's yeah. their that's their symbol. The crazy thing about Core Civic, and this is crazy that you said that. We didn't even speak about this. But uh Daryl Freeman, shout out to Daryl Freeman. If you don't know Daryl Freeman, go Google him. I don't tell you his his background, but uh, a very, a very successful man in the world of uh technology. Uh he called me. He said, Yo, I love that episode. Uh the actual the CEO of Core Civic is my next door neighbor. Oh yeah? <laughs> he was like, Yo, it's a big business and I'm glad y'all talked about it. He loved it. my song's episode? Yep, loved it. Sent me the message and, and that I was like, Wow, that's incredible. He was like, Yo, it's a big business, it's a city. Literally you gotta think of these prisons, these private prisons as cities. They need everything that a city needs. And when you look at it like that, it's like, damn, he's right. Yeah. And his next door neighbor is the guy who is in charge of that. Well, there you have it. So, yeah, those are two private prison companies. Now, the crazy thing about the, those stocks, so it's been even on that episode, we, my son has said that um, private prison stocks skyrocketed after Trump got elected. That is true. Both of those companies, I think, went up over 100% in the year following Trump's election. But they've actually been down for the last, like, three years, four years. Like, their, their five-year chart is not really impressive, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. I mean, right. you know, but... um. Just want to throw that out there. We have to tell both sides of the story. So as an investment, they, they haven't really, they're not booming. They're not booming right now. Which is good, which is good, which means that there's less people going to prison. Well, I don't know if there's less people going to prison, but for whatever reason, their stock is just not doing well. There could be a variety of different reasons why their stock isn't doing mm-hmm. well, but the stock has not really performed. Uh, but what a lot of people don't fully understand is that a lot of people are invested in, especially Core Civic, up until last year at the very least, a lot of people are invested in Core Civic without even knowing it. Because through your 401k, mm-hmm. through your IRA, through your pension plan. So Vanguard and BlackRock were the two biggest holders, I think they still are, of private prisons, um, stocks. BlackRock, Vanguard, two of the biggest mutual fund companies. Yes. Everybody loves Vanguard because they have 
No, this is what I'm saying. It's a lot of you talk about it's a lot of right and wrong in, <laughs> yeah. in life, right? People love Vanguard because it's like it's a no load fund and it's pretty much free to invest and it's it's cheap. And they're the biggest holder of prison stocks, by the way. Mm-hmm. They also have a lot of 401k accounts. BlackRock has a lot of 401k accounts, right? So Core Civic CXW was in a lot of these probably still are in a lot of these 401k makeups. Cause when you invest in a 401k, nobody knows what they're invested in a 401k. You have probably three, like 401k is like a menu and they give you like 20 different options of how to invest, right? Like 20 different funds. Mm-hmm. Now within one fund, there's like a hundred different stocks inside of a fund. So if you have like three different funds, you have like 300 different stocks inside of your 401k that you're invested in. Yeah, you could do a research on all of them. Now, I guarantee you nobody <laughs> knows any of those companies. Nobody knows any of those companies, right? Because you never ask. It's not like just listed as soon as when you find, they just tell you the name of the company. So it'll be like Vanguard 2020 fund or Vanguard high interest bond fund or Vanguard um, small cap value fund, right? Yeah. That's the name of the fund. But inside of the small cap value fund is about 140 different Stocks. Yeah, and that's when you get that big pamphlet that comes to your house, like that probably nobody ever goes through. Yeah, and there's a bunch of these stocks, and you're like, all right, well, did I make money or not? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody's individually looking into 140 different stocks and then actually researching those stocks to see if they align with their values and moralities. It's just not happening. No, it's not. But you can't say that you didn't know yeah. now, at least because. We told you. Yeah. So, you know, if if you're interested in it, you can do some further research. But yeah. so I just the, wanted to talk about the prison thing because we did speak about that last week. Yeah, and there's some other things to know about um, these uh, SRIs. They tend to have a higher fee than, than regular funds. And so I was like, well, it doesn't make sense. Why? Well, the mutual fund has to... The, the, the person who's providing the fund actually has to do more research. So there's more work that the person has to do, right? If they're going to do things that match your core values and your moralities, it's like they have to find ethnical things that will work for you. So there's a little bit more research. So the fees tend to be a little bit higher. And um, there's, a, there's a site that you can go if you're into social responsible investing. Socialfunds.com is the website. So you can go research on yourself. So that, that's one thing that you should do. Obviously, do the research and then know your values. A lot of people don't know their own values. So like when they're trying to invest, it's like, well, I believe in this. Know your own values before you're going to go into this type of fund. All right. So do the research. Um, I just gave you the website. And another thing is a lot of times, and we've said this What's in the What's the name of the website again? Socialfunds.com. So you can go there on your own leisure and, and, and do some research there. But one of the things that it, it brought to my mind is like we talk about diversifying when we're investing, right? But like this type of fund doesn't, it kind of doesn't allow you to do that, right? Because if you're aligning everything with your values, isn't everything kind of going to be the same if you're investing? No, no. You can invest in a variety of different companies that don't, that still align with your values. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It could be different industries. Like, it could, it's just it's just harder, like you said, because it's like you've really got to go through every single fine comb because it's like, all right, you're, you're investing in a tech company, but is this tech company providing software for weapons of mass destruction? Right. So now it's just so much more intensive research that you have to do, which is the fund manager's job. But you can still invest in a variety. Like, you can invest in tech. You can invest in... Um, you know, farming, you can invest in financial institutions, like you can invest in different companies. It's just that those different companies have to be in line with 
what you feel comfortable yeah, with. I would imagine that the the these funds are managed by very, very small companies. This is, it feels like a niche thing that like very small companies do. No, actually Vanguard has Well, uh, right, right, right. You're right. You're right. Vanguard. Okay. That's a big one. So yeah. Yeah. But um but so going to what you just said as far as the, the niche. So there's different layers of socially responsible funds. Well, like I said, Earn Your Leisure, we just here to provide as much information as we possibly can to every, because there's so many different types of people in this world. So you got the socially conscious people mm -hmm. that don't want to invest in those things, but um, religion is a huge thing in this world. And now you have religious people who can't or do not want to invest in certain things because of their religion. So now you have funds for that. It's fun for everything. So you have Christian funds um, like Guidestone, is a Christian fund and that's dedicated to invest in companies that have core Christian values. It's kind of a vague situation, but yeah. you know, that's what that's designed for. Okay. You can do okay. your, do some research and kind of figure <laughs> okay. out. Okay. Do you have Av Av Maria, um which is a Catholic fund. There's a few Catholic funds. So Av Maria is um, rising dividend fund. That's a that's a one of their their popular funds, and that's a Catholic fund. So you know Catholics they're um, really big on like you no know, abortion and uh, a couple other things. That's like real sticklers for the Catholic Church. So they only invest in companies that align with Catholic values. Mm -hmm. And then um, so just coming off the month of Ramadan, we have a large listenership all over the world, and that includes. America, which is their huge Muslim population, is a huge Muslim population in Africa, huge Muslim population in Europe, of course the Middle East. So we have to say assalamu alaikum to all of the Muslims that yes, that, yes, uh, yes. that tune in. And uh, one thing about Islam is that it that's actually you know part of of the religion is um, Sharia law. Sharia law. So people have a misunderstanding a lot of times of what Sharia law is. We don't. We're not gonna go into a full. But part of it is investing. Like there's actually guidelines. So it's not really up for like vague interpretation. Like if you really are a hardliner in the religion, there's financial guidelines of how you can invest. So like interest is outlawed in Muslim countries. Okay. So shout out to Inez, our good friend She's yeah, from yeah. Egypt. And I was over her house yesterday, and she was telling me that there's no there's no mortgages in Egypt. No mortgages in Egypt. You just buy the land. So um, interest interest is is outlawed. You're not allowed to charge anybody interest. That's one thing, right? Okay. Of course, if you're familiar with the religion, you know that you know alcohol is outlawed. Um, a variety of different factors. Gambling. Okay. There's no gambling. Gambling is outlawed. So, with in Islam, you have halal. And haram, haram is forbidden. Halal is allowable. That's like deemed okay. So now you have. I got that. I actually looked that up. That was crazy. It's on, oh, yeah? on the Jay Electronica album. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So now you have you have halal funds. Uh, one of the most popular funds is called the Amana Fund. So the Amana Fund is a mutual fund based around Sharia law, which is halal and allows Muslims that if you wanna if you wanna follow those guidelines. Um, that you can actually invest and the Hamana fund only invest in halal companies, meaning companies that don't partake in gambling, companies that don't partake in interest, um, interest bearing accounts, companies that don't partake in alcohol, a variety of other things as well. So 
that's something that is a big play as well because like I said I mean no matter what religion you follow if you're Jewish they have kosher funds as well right. but it's the same thing kosher and halal kind of the same thing as far as like the meaning of it where like Jewish people have like if you're a strict hardline Jew you are only really supposed to indulge in kosher but kosher is more than just food right I think that's that's a crazy misconception that people only think it's a food thing it's the same thing with halal like yeah. you see the halal guys or the halal truck so <laughs> yeah. most people when they when they think about halal especially like if you live in new york city or like a major like you, you you're pretty pop it's pretty popular halal food and that is a certain way where the food the animals like are you know slaughtered and you say a prayer and certain things it's the same thing with kosher but that's only part of it so like with the kosher that's only part of it like you know as far as like the invest same kind of idea um, and like I said, that's that's true with a variety of different religions. Whereas, like you know, depending on what religion you subscribe to, that might um, you know have a play in how you choose to invest. Yeah. So those are all things to think about as well. I know and they're listening like, yo, damn, Shadi sound like a, a history professor. This dude literally studies religion, like no joke. And anybody that knows has ever had a conversation with him, they know like he loves talking about religion. Um, shout out to Val who always brings it up. Shout out to Val. She always talks about how you've taught us so much about the world. But yeah, yeah I know this is one of your sweet points. You know, man. history has been my favorite subject since I was a little kid. It's definitely. I took a history of religion class when I was in college and I never studied, never got one broken, got an A plus because I just already knew so much about religion and all all religions i'm just fascinated by you know i think it's interesting to learn about christianity islam judaism yeah. um buddhism um seek i have friends that are all different religions and um you know for me personally i don't think that there's any one religion that is reign supreme it's whatever you know you feel comfortable with i'm not here to judge but uh, i just you know i always found religion interesting because i realized how how touchy it is and mm -hmm. it's like people will die over their religion people will kill you over their religion and it's like you can't play around that's why we don't really talk about religion too much yeah, some people don't want to be separated from you can't play around with religion so yeah. it's like it's interesting it's, it's interesting to me it's fascinating so i try to learn as much about religion as i possibly can because i feel like a lot of times most of the time we just we follow whatever religion we're born into right and that's not really a belief system that's more superstition when you when you believe in something that you don't fully understand it's superstition you've been you've been bred to believe that stevie wonder said that um so now when you have a full understanding of things not only does it open your perspective and make you more open to the world but at least even if the thing that you do fully believe in you can actually believe in it right as opposed to just doing it because everybody in your family yeah. does it and you, you feel like you're going to be cursed right. if you if you, you don't do it you, you've been you've done the research on your own you've allowed yourself to critically think you've allowed yourself to analyze and like that's the goal in life right allow yourself and allow others to freely think and freely choose you know what i'm saying like i, I think that is as an educator like that's the number one thing i'm looking for can i allow these students to critically think for themselves and we should have that same mindset when it comes to our family and our children that's a fact so the last thing with the stocks this is pretty disturbing um and it's all a financial place so now people might want to invest in black owned companies like yeah buy black who are they invest in black but from an investment standpoint it's like what if I want to invest money in the stock market, but I, I want to invest in black-owned companies? A lot well, of people want to do that, right? right? Buy, we, we, we buy black. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to We Buy Black. Those, those are my people. Good good people. Yeah. Um. So, all right. It's like a black-owned fund. 
I couldn't find any. I could, uh, like a black ETF or a black mutual fund that only has black companies. I couldn't find any. No. Yeah, no, and maybe there are some. I, I couldn't find any either, but maybe there are some. Well, I think the reason why there are none that I could find is that out of 4,000 stocks on a, on the New York Stock Exchange, 12 oh, yeah. are black companies, 12. That is so disturbing that that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> You're talking about economic, and that's what, that's what people don't fully understand. It's like black people are so far behind. It's just, it's almost, it's amazing. It's like it's like running a marathon and you like 23 miles in and you just started the race. And somebody else is 23 miles in. So it's like. Yeah. We're on a treadmill. That's not even. There's, there's a marathon going on. We're on a treadmill. That's not even 1%. Yeah. That's less than 1%. Of, 12. 12 out of 4,000 companies are publicly traded. Yeah. So you talk, we're talking about economic empowerment, and it's like a lot of times it's on a, broader, on a small scale. When you start looking at it from a large scale, as far as like companies and billions of dollars and things of that nature and like publicly traded companies, there's 12 out of 4,000. Yeah. Like diversity. Yeah. I mean... It's crazy. And during the research, I, I actually, you know, I was proud to find out that I'm actually invested in one. Because, well, not invested, but I do business with one at least. And I was, lo I'm looking at the other ones. I'm like, I don't even know these. I don't even know these. So you want to run down a few? Yeah, I got four that I people might know. Um, Citizens. Yeah. Bank, that, with their their their, their um, symbol is C Z B S. Yeah, that's who I actually have my mortgage through. So um, not that I'm invested in it, but we do business together. Yeah, they, Citizens is a black-owned bank. Yeah. Four one, like the number four one, um, and that is formerly used to be Urban One, which is a radio. No, it's Urban One. Four one is Urban One, and it used to be Radio One. Okay, it's a radio syndicate. No, no. Um, RLJ, which is a lodging lodging company owned by Robert Johnson, former owner of BT, former owner of the Bobcats. Yep. Um. He, first billionaire, first, right? first black billionaire. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and then Carver Bank, another black-owned oh, bank. There's yeah. a few black-owned banks. Yeah. Carver Bank, which um, is encouraging. Yeah. That they have, we have black-owned yeah. banks that are uh, being publicly traded. That's important. Yeah. Um, you you want to list a few others? Well, I, those are, we have the oh, same ones. Right. Yeah. So, but so yeah, so but the the so not only is it discouraging as there's only twelve. Even more so discouraging than that is like you look at these charts, look at all their charts. None of them have good charts. None of them. None of them. You look at Ian's technical analysis would be buys as far as if you want to make money. Mm -hmm. They've all then they haven't. They don't. They're not doing well as far as on the stock. Their stock has not done well for five years. Like you look at the five year chart and it's not good. Yeah, and it's going to be tough to find their. A lot of these companies have a ten year chart or a twenty. Even sometimes it goes back to the history thirty year chart. A lot of these companies that doesn't exist. It just doesn't exist. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that. It's just um, that's something just to like as far as working forward to yeah. something. But that's I mean a lot of that has to do with a lot of systematic things that were put in place so that it couldn't exist. We don't want to ignore that fact, right? So having our own private owned company or even having a black owned bank systematically in America for years that wasn't even a possibility. So there are reasons why we don't have a long history of it. Uh, so let's not ignore that fact. But like I said, when we go back to the history of some of these companies that we look at, we do look at the 10-year chart. We do look at 20-year or the history of the company's chart. And that's just not available right now for, for these companies. Yeah. So, you know, that's some information if you're interested in socially responsive funds, religious funds, black-owned companies. 
um, you know, just a different different take on investing because we talk about investing a lot. So yeah. we just want to just give people a different a different take on it. Um, and you can kind of do whatever you want with the information, but you know, hopefully that 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 shines some light, good and bad, good and bad, because everything's not going to be a good story. Yeah. Sometimes you know, it's just the news is just that we have to just report what it is, and it, it's not always encour- it's not always encouraging. But sometimes you need stuff that's not encouraging to encourage you. Yeah. So hopefully some of the information, especially with the black-owned um, publicly traded company, hopefully somebody listening to this can make, be it, the next can make it a goal and have, yeah. it, and have their company be the stock that everybody wants to invest in, not just a token company that's on the stock exchange that nobody's invested in that is just going nowhere. But I'll, not only my goal is to have a publicly traded company, my goal is to be bigger than Amazon, bigger than Apple, bigger than Google. Hey, we need that type of aspiration in our community. Why we not? need it. Why, Why not? not? Somebody gotta do it. Yeah, we make these. We make a lot of those companies what they are. That's like a we fact. can make our own. That's a fact. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.